This is the expert team at Cannabis Marketing Inc. podcasting all the way from Colorado Springs, Colorado, home of the Rocky Mountains and a ton of legal weed. Welcome to our podcast where we will share all the ins and outs of successfully marketing cannabis businesses. We are the industry leaders and know all things marketing when it comes to cannabis, and we want to inspire you with our tips, advice, and the newest marketing strategies available. Tune in every episode and grow with us. Cool. So we're going to talk about vapes, vaping today. Yes. I'm sure a lot of you guys have already uh, either read an article about this topic or saw something on your social media about this topic, but it's definitely a hot topic in the cannabis space right now. Mm-hmm. Those vaping cartridges on the black market and what, they, what they're what they doing to people. Yeah, there's a yeah. lot of controversy around it too. And, you know, like we work with a lot of brands that are, you know, we're in Colorado ourselves, so we're like highly regulated and the companies that we work with and we know of are you know, struggling because of this problem, but Mm -hmm. they're actually not harming anyone. Right. You read a headline that says, you know, six teenagers died from vaping, um, and that's all the headline says or whatever they've they've been saying Mm -hmm. or putting out there. And, you know, people just scroll past it and they see that. And then they start a conversation with one of their friends. Oh, my gosh, did you see that article? When they didn't even either read the article, when they Mm -hmm. didn't look into the topic. Mm -hmm. Um, And it creates a really bad stigma for the cannabis community. It does. You know, but in a lot of the the people that have, unfortunately, you know, lost their lives because of this, it's it's easy to be like, well, they were vaping a ton. And they... I've heard people say that. Yeah, they they must be those people on Instagram that take Mm -hmm, these huge, ginormous, like one minute long puffs or whatever. And really, it's it's easy to be confused and it's easy to get duped into buying a cartridge that's contaminated, that's not regulated. Um, We, you know, we've been reading some articles, getting ready for this podcast and, you know, like... People are recreating common brands that are regulated. They're like recreating their packaging and like pretending to be this other brand and marketing to people who don't know the difference. So, you know, there are um, ways to tell if your product is, you know, a true form of what you think you're buying and not just Mm -hmm. a a fake black market thing. If you're buying from a store that is, regulated then you're safe right so i mean it's not like the stores and brands that we trust that are in areas like colorado or california right are selling the bad stuff right but you wouldn't know that from the articles that you're saying like every time you scroll through it it is it's scary because any of us vape all the first thing that i think is like oh my god i'm gonna die you know and that's horrible well in the cdc you know these trusted government-regulated places are putting out these articles that Mm -hmm. are lumping all these different vapes into one category. Yeah. You know, they're, they're they're lumping, like, regulated THC products with... Dangerous e-cigarettes, which are yes, which is different. vaping nicotine, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 not all the same thing. And I think that it's really important to educate yourself about, you know, what is truly causing this problem and what's not. Stay tuned. There's more of this episode of CMI's podcast right after this short message. So if if uh, your your products doesn't you don't have a regulated lab result or the store in which you're purchasing it doesn't have a license, 
you know that that's a huge red flag. Yeah. Okay. In California and in Colorado, there are websites that you can go to. They're like licensing websites that list all the dispensaries, all the different locations, uh, and their licensing status. So again, it's all about educating yourself and knowing your resources that are out there and knowing what's like truly causing the problem. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that this is definitely more of a problem in those states where maybe only medical marijuana is legal or mm-hmm. marijuana itself altogether mm-hmm. isn't legal at all because yeah. that's where the black market comes in and that's when people start putting out products that aren't regulated yeah and so i know that it's definitely still a problem in those states where marijuana is legal mm-hmm. but i think it's definitely um do you know the states yeah that, that would these be interesting um i think these... i saw so there are i think it was like oregon washington colorado and california those four states are the trusted states. Okay. Yeah. So those, That's if, you know, if you and you know the health, the American Health Association also recommends that if you purchased a disposable cartridge online with a delivery service that those are red that's a red flag in and of itself oh yeah and that those should be thrown away immediately so if you were looking scoped a good deal online or whatever it was and you ordered a cbd or thc uh, cartridge um and didn't do the research first your best bet is just throw it away uh and start researching these legitimate brands and legitimate um stores yeah. to purchase them in well and i'm just looking at one so we love the googles around here you guys so we google everything but educate yourself this is uh 84 of the people who died um from vaping related illness were using thc products so then i think going off of what you guys are saying, and I'm gonna poke around this more while we're talking, but um, it could be because people are, I mean, a majority of the states in the US don't have regulated cannabis. So I would assume that it's from that black market, Mm -hmm. which is another reason why we are so passionate about getting legislation to change. Because legalization is the only way to go. You gotta protect the consumers, you know? like. Um, these these protection acts, you know, we've been, um, I don't know if you follow what we do, but um, some of our clients are um, Kratom clients, Metrogyna speciosa, and that is a federally regulated substance, or not regulated, so it's in, unregulated right now, federally unregulated, and so they're trying very hard in different states to pass a regulation that protects consumers and that forces regulation. And I think that that's probably the next step that our government should take because people are now like teenagers are dying. Yeah, it's absolutely necessary. And it's so unfortunate that this is even a hot topic in the cannabis space Mm -hmm. because, you know, if you're a business owner, you know that your stuff is quality and the products that you sell are quality and they're not going to go out and kill anybody because it's been tested, it's been regulated. So the fact that there's things out there that do have unfortunate mm-hmm. circum like um consequences um it, it, it really is just unfortunate and that's why if you've listened to any of our podcasts when we've talked about marketing we always say educate your audience educate mm-hmm. um your yes. consumers because it's so important especially when something like this comes out you don't want your the people who follow you or um your loyal customers to question you question you or your products and you you, we're all aware that this is not something that uh 
a product that anyone would sell in Colorado specifically because we are one of those states that is regulated, but not the general consumer isn't aware or educated. Yeah, Yeah, I think people just look at cannabis and they're like, oh, it's natural, so I'm just going to do this, even if they get it from a friend who is doing it themselves. And then the thing that people are using a lot um, as like a filler is vitamin E oil, right? Mm -hmm. So, and even for like... I'm a health food person. I would think vitamin E oil in something wouldn't be that mm-hmm. bad. And even though... But that's what's causing this pneumonia. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like fat deposits from this mineral mm-hmm. oil is causing... It's like popcorn lung or something. It's like a... Yeah, it's no, like a, exactly it's like a nasty, called. nasty, nasty mm-hmm. thing. And, and I think that you're absolutely right. People just see it. But a lot of times people don't even know. They just blindly mm-hmm. trust packaging and they blindly trust yeah. things. You know, you, ha- you again, it's all about educating yourself. How do you tell a fake from a real package, you know, like it's, do they have the right, do they have all the information? You know, um, I was reading like some of the big things you've got to look for when you're, you know, looking at new packaging is, does it have like a batch number on it? Does it have a lot number? Does it have, you know, information about where it was tested even? Does it have the like THC little warning logo on it? You know, there's all little things that you have to look for to find out if it's, a truly good product or not because I mean we can't keep letting people in this industry like die from stuff you know it's it, we're exactly. trying to make this industry we're trying to show how safe this industry actually is yeah and, we're trying to make it positive yeah it's a great thing you know and and it's just really sad to see this happen I mean I'm an old school flower girl myself so I like kind of thought at the beginning when all this when all the you know, distillates and concentrates started to come about. I'm like, well, what is this going to do? I know everyone was really weary about it. Yeah. Almost like waiting for this to happen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then it like did happen. And now everyone's like kind of surprised. But this is why we need regulation. And I think it's, you know, we're trying to bring awareness Mm -hmm. to this right now. So if you're listening and you have a say in your community or you have a say in your state governments, you know, push this forward. We need need to protect people that are consuming this way because vaping cannabis is pretty darn healthy way to go in general. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I actually thought I was um, actually really happy that I do mostly edibles. <laughs> when I yeah. heard about this, I was like, oh, I'm good. <laughs> right. <laughs> I eat it instead of mm-hmm. smoking it. Right. Well, and I remember seeing it um, like an article on my Google News. And then I remember watching the news that night and one of the news stations was saying that it was you know, THC oil that um, was the reason why that these people had died. No, they, I hate no, that. No, no, I was like, right. that is completely wrong. Ooh, we're all fired up. I am so <laughs> fired up. <laughs> <laughs> fires me up. And I, it almost made me question what I had seen on the internet. I was like, wait, was it really the THC oil? And then mm-hmm. I, that's when I was like, let me look into this a little like bit more. Like cannabis doesn't kill people. I was like, I no, this is right. <laughs> And so even, we know that even news stations, I mean, from my personal experience, can reflect incorrect information or yes, if it's, if it's not, not incorrect it's just it doesn't say all the things do right? you remember we had a client that had a grow fire yeah oh yeah their grow fire was from um like a light bulb that bursts yeah which could it, happen anywhere right and it bursted over a table where they were working with chemicals and so it, ca- it was plastic it was plastic yeah even. yeah it wasn't even chemicals it was plastic so it caused this fire and then you know of course the news came out and their whole 
their whole like twist on the story was that these we, that this company was dealing with dangerous chemicals, mm-hmm. had a chemical fire, and now we're polluting the air. Yeah, they, you know? they only talked about like how the black smoke was so thick that the firefighters were having a hard time right. or whatever. Like they yeah, were no. so hateful. They were, and mm-hmm. so that just goes to show like that is not at all what happened. And mm-hmm. you know, I think everybody has their own experience with the internet and with the news and with what's true and what's not. So be smart. You know, we know that our listeners are terribly smart, and so. Just Google it. We're all about the Googles. Love the Googles. Google it. Find out for yourself. Read things for yourself. Get as many, you know, sources of information that you trust as you can. Because this is the kind of thing that sets back the industry. And that's the last thing that that anybody really wants. Stay tuned. There's more of this episode of CMI's podcast right after this short message. It, It became a nationwide issue. And, you know... When it becomes nationwide, especially mm-hmm. about already a sensitive topic, yeah, states have legalized marijuana, um, and we're, we're going to a more cannabis-friendly society here in the United States. Um, this, I think that this just really took us back a couple steps mm-hmm. because p- people yeah. just read what they see on the internet, and they think it's true. Yeah. Well, and that's why we do so much research. I mean, we all we have our laptops open, and we're, like, researching things while we're talking about <laughs> yeah. stuff, you know, and we've been talking about in this and researching it for weeks, actually. But the it's actually 34 people have died now. Whoa. Okay. But that's because of the black market. They're saying black market products because they include those other chemicals. Mm-hmm. But again, like what you said, the news doesn't differentiate. They're well, not and saying on that note like with that. chemicals, too, I'm reading this here on this new article that came out today. It says, it says here that though licensed markets um, have more safeguards, suspicious additives are not yet banned in California, Washington, Oregon, and Colorado. So Colorado intends to ban M, uh, uh, the vitamin E oil, the MT, MCT oil, and PEG this winter. Um, PEG, just side note, um, I come from like a skincare industry. Um, PEG is a metal-derived, like, uh, emulsifier. Oh, shit. It makes things like feel good, like soft and silky. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of like skincare products have it in there. Bye, Creighton. Bye. Here goes Creighton. Okay, so PEG in general, it's actually derived, I think, from iron. Uh, it is, a lot of people say it's cancer causing and bad. So I kind of, in my personal life, not just with vaping and stuff, I tend to avoid PEGs in general. But anyway, Colorado is going to be banning that this winter. Um, on September 24th, the California Department of Public Health asked all consumers to refrain from vaping. Um, on September 23rd, Massachusetts paused all vape sales statewide. On September 12th, Oregon regulators told stores to post vape warnings and hold suspicious products. Um, and told licensed cart makers to immediately admit any undisclosed agents or face legal consequences. Um, so Oregon retailers um, have begun pulling suspicious products. Um, on the 26th of September, Oregon officials told consumers to stop vaping anything at this time. Um, I'm assuming that's until further research is done and, mm-hmm. and everything is kind of cleaned up. Um, on October 15th, Oregon banned all non-cannabis-derived vaping flavorings. So I guess a lot of these um, artificial flavorings are causing some of the trouble, too. I would say that makes sense. But why do you even need flavoring, though? Like, cannabis (laughs) tastes so good by itself. (laughs) That's silly. Um, Yeah, and there's, like, all kinds of, like, natural terpenes out there that are, you know, helpful parts of the plant that have wonderful flavor. So hopefully 
cleaning up this whole mess is going to help kind of reboot this industry. Right. And it sounds like, you know, there's already being laws put in place mm-hmm. to prevent anything like this. Yep. Um, wow. I Evo Lab. Any of that. What? Evo Lab. Evo Lab. They okay. make these really fun chroma cartridges. Yes. Oh, shout out to Evo Lab. <gasps> Those are so my, good. I'm so glad you... Those are my favorite. Yeah, yeah. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, I like those. You a know lot. who else There's put out? An, if we're calling out brands, so we're not endorsed at all. We're just talking here. Um, yeah. <laughs> because we love you. Because we love you. There is another brand um, called Pat Pen. The Pat Pen. Mm-hmm. Um, we've worked with them through some of our dispensary clients, mm-hmm. but they put out a huge statement about right. what they put in their vapes. Oh, they did. Yeah, they use just CO2 and cannabis, and that's like it. We will you know, link to some of these too. Yeah, you think we'll put some links yeah. in the yeah. description. And that's another huge thing too. Like if that if a company is being the more transparent a manufacturer is, the more likely they are to be legitimate. You know, just mm-hmm. yeah. Don't don't if your if your disposable vape cartridge malfunctions a lot, it's a good sign that it might not be the best brand for you. You know, it's just like little things like that because the quality stuff doesn't break. It doesn't malfunction. See 100% CO2. We're on the the Pat Pens website right now. Um, but you know, these brands have their lab results and are happy to share with you what they are. They follow regulation, um, different, there's different regulation websites out there. Um, like I said, I know California has a license lookup tool, um, where you can, you can see all the different, manufacturers what's in their products and whatnot it's pretty cool who what's the what's that site with the um licenses um let me look i just want to see what it's called it's called uh the bureau of cannabis control and so you can search either by the license number or you can search by the location of the product of the dispensary or the store wherever you're shopping and then you get, it's just all that information is completely 100% public knowledge so I love that. um that's a great way to do it because even in states where it's regulated the black market stuff still rears its ugly head mm-hmm. yeah you know yeah. it hurts the industry whether it's you know um street dealers of cannabis or mm-hmm. people making these you know illicit cartridges or well just like us we're in Colorado Springs and you know, recreational cannabis is not legal here in the Springs, but an hour south to Pueblo and an hour north to Denver, it is legal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So here in the Springs, um, you know, y- you do find people that have their, you know, their weed guy because they don't have a medical marijuana card and they don't want to drive an hour and a half to Denver. Yeah. Right. So well, and we still have the black market is still, and that, yeah, mm-hmm. and that's what I mean is that. Well, and think about it, too. Think about all the things that these store owners and dispensary owners have to do to even open up a store. Mm -hmm. So even if they are consciously trying to do a good thing, maybe they just didn't have the money or they didn't have the time or they didn't have the right resources to become legitimate. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they're forced into the black market, which I'm not saying is right, but I'm just saying that that's that's why there's so many black market things happening here. Yeah. You know? Well, and people are so scared of cannabis still. I mean, you look at how, not to make this like into, but totally political, like. Eh, it's all political. Off, it's, it really know, is. It's off real. topic. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, you have, alcohol kills so many people. So many people. So they actually just read another article. It said 39 deaths from vaping, but whatever. So, but you're looking <laughs> it just at keeps alcohol. just going up at the minute, everybody. <laughs> alcohol and opioids kill 
thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people, mm -hmm. but all we hear about is that. I mean, I'm not trying to say that those deaths aren't horrible. Okay, but, but what about cigarettes? Cigarettes. Okay, oh my God. they're regu they're yes. highly regulated. Highly regulated, and, they and they're just full still, of poison. They kill so many people. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I don't understand why that hasn't happened. Like, I think people are very scared. Mm -hmm. And here, especially like we're so open minded. I feel in Colorado, like we're mm -hmm. we're pretty, pretty progressive. Hippies. Yeah, mm -hmm. we're yeah we're pretty open minded. And we just still have so much pushback. Yeah. Well, and I feel like honestly, ever since I think like 2008 really is when like marijuana regulation started popping up, at least for me in my life. And when I started hearing about it, um, I know in Colorado, it was just a, like 2014 or something where that mm -hmm. law was passed that we could do medical marijuana in Colorado Springs. Um, but ever since I even know from hearing about cannabis, I've always heard that argument against alcohol where mm -hmm. there are no recorded deaths from cannabis they like there compare. are with alcohol. Alcohol is like yeah. the worst drug there and is. I, like, and I just feel like know, that like, argument yeah. has never worked for anyone. And mm -hmm. it's unfortunate because it's true, but now they have deaths. I know. Well, yeah. regulation has so <laughs> far to go. Even in Colorado, you bring up a good point. Like, even though we live here, there's still a lot of problems. You know, like, um, I have a great example. So one of my, my friends uh, works security for a, a club here mm -hmm. in town. And his friend happened to be at that club getting completely, you know, shit-faced um, at, at the bar. And so he's like, hey, man, wait till I get off work. I will drive you home so that you get home safe and whatnot. So they leave the bar. It's like 2.33 in the morning because he works, you know, goes onto his car, sits there, sparks a bowl. Like he gets off work, yep. hits his bowl, and instantly has cops, you know, pulling pulling him over, quote unquote. He hadn't even really driven yet, but he got a DUI. Yep. And on his DUI, seat. it says alcohol. It's like an alcohol DUI. Oh. It's like it's a DUI is yep. a DUI. They're like classified yeah. as the same. Driving under influence. Right. And of course, if you're impaired, you should never drive. Like if you if you feel different, you're driving different. Like I totally. Totally get it. But you could walk out of a bar where it's assumed that you've been drinking and, and cops drive aren't going to pull you over right away. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Or yes. just like how you can go to a bar and get drunk and leave, but you can't go to like a – like cannabis lounges aren't a thing. You can't yeah. go into a, sh a shop and smoke weed and then mm -hmm. leave, but you can go into a bar and get yeah. drunk and leave. You used to be yeah, able to do so that weird. in California. You used yeah. to be able to like test out product well, samples there's and stuff a, at, at um, dispensaries. It's there's a she can't do that anymore. There's a strip in Denver that um, I know. It's just one street where you're able to publicly consume marijuana. Oh, yeah, in they're those very shops. strict about it's it. It's one strip. I think mm -hmm. it's only a few storefronts where you're able to do. Oh my that. gosh, we could just do a whole nother podcast about yeah. that. <laughs> but really, though, it's kind of messed up how even in states where it's regulated, it's not regulated correctly, I guess, or yeah, ethically right. right. You know what I'm saying? And right. and. Yeah, I mean, there's areas in Denver even where you can carry your drink from bar to bar mm -hmm. and have your drink outside. And they're even trying to pass that in Colorado Springs, too. Anyway, but no cannabis. No, no cannabis. And, and, um, Just the worst. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so really what we're, that, what we're trying to explain is that, Sorry, that was there is a lot of regulation going on. Um, while this regulation goes on, be very careful about what you're consuming into your body you know, nobody wants anybody to die from cannabis-related anything because mm -hmm. we all know that cannabis is not a demonized thing or not, you know, it's not evil. It's right. It is what it is. So until yeah. your states get regulation, until there is a clear-cut idea about what is happening and what's in everybody's 
products. What just, you're consuming. You know, take it easy. Yeah. Trust the companies. You know, trust those couple that we told you about. Um, the Pat Pen, Evo Labs. Yeah. We know that their stuff is legit. And check your dispensaries. Check your dispensaries. We know that that your dispensary owners and business people do not want their products to cause you any harm. No, so, they're just such yeah, good people. they're under highly mm-hmm. highly strict regulation. Mm-hmm. So stick with the regulated stuff. Mm-hmm. If you're unfortunate and live in a place where cannabis is not legal at all, sorry. you know, just <laughs> sorry, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> Dang, I savage. Uh, no, but just be wary of what you're doing. Hold out. You know, it's only a matter of time before cannabis is federally legal. Well, and get involved too. Yeah. So every time you have the opportunity to express your opinion and to help move this forward it's gonna get there but the more of us that can get involved Mm -hmm. and especially I mean gosh if you own a dispensary you own a brand you probably have millennials working for you and we millennials have the biggest voice Mm -hmm. they have a lot of drive too yeah Mm -hmm. yeah that's exactly what I passionate millennials Yeah. yeah From a marketing standpoint, like we said, the Pat Pen released a statement about mm-hmm. this whole mm-hmm. controversy. I think that that is great. Educate your audience, educate your consumers. If you are a brand or a dispensary, reassure the people yes, that are follow- your that. followers that mm-hmm. uh, you know we do test our products. We are quality. We know that where what we we know what's in what we sell, mm-hmm. um, and then give them those resources. If you're in California, we just gave you this website, the Bureau of Cannabis Control. Post that on your social media if you're a brand, and say, "Look our dispensary up," and you can see, you know that you can what, see our license yes, numbers. Yes, you can Jeez. see that yeah, yeah. this is quality product. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and educate them because you don't want your followers or your audience to go online and go through that rabbit hole of articles. Morgana just found two different articles with two different statistics, the 34 mm-hmm. deaths versus the 39 deaths. I just saw one that was six. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, nobody knows, <laughs> so, but people are dying. That's all that the, the, the uh, consensus Give says. your yeah. followers the education you want them to have mm-hmm. because they're if they're following you on social media or if they're mm-hmm. on your email campaign and you provide an article, they're way more likely to click on that and read through that article um, and trust that information rather than reading a headline from a random news station or yeah. whatever it is that is mm-hmm. completely against That's cannabis. A really good point. Um, yeah. That there's a lot of bias in the media yeah. right now. And we all know that and we're we all live in the same country. We get it. Mm-hmm. So just think for yourself, do your research, find out what works best, find out what's in things that are killing people and avoid those things. Mm-hmm. Very simple. And it's even it's yeah. <laughs> very good. Don't buy black market. Don't buy you're black also market supporting stuff. criminals. Yeah, same with can- with cannabis flower. You buy cannabis flower, you have no idea what they put on their plants to make that or their cannabis. fertilizer. So what's the, in the fertilizers, the, the chemicals. Yes. Like you just buy don't know. Keep places. it regulated. And yes. again, for those states that don't have re- like legal cannabis, like we get it. You got to do what you got to do. But just be wary and don't just trust anyone off yeah. the street. For those brands that might not, or those dispensaries that might not also know how to approach such a sensitive topic like this, reach out to us because we can absolutely yeah. help you get that message across in mm-hmm. a professional way and in a way that um, your followers will be accepting of it, of yeah. that information. Mm-hmm. Because it, it really is a sensitive topic. I mean, people have lost their lives and 
that it's so scary to mm-hmm. these people who are mm-hmm. reading this information. So yeah, I um, almost threw away all my cartridges. Yeah, see, like, and I was it's like, scary. no, they're so expensive. <laughs> <laughs> it is so my scary. Card. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is so scary. So um, we can absolutely help you. Uh, figure out how to get those right messages mm-hmm. across and really educate your followers. You guys know we're all yes. about education. We are. <laughs> yeah. Thank you guys for listening, and we will talk to you all next week. Yes, be safe. Thanks for listening to the CMI podcast with the experts at Cannabis Marketing Inc. If you like this podcast and would like to support us, just click support this podcast. Please also consider sharing this episode so that we can help even more cannabis businesses together. The info doesn't stop here. Follow us on social media, subscribe to our email newsletter, visit our website at CannabisMarketingInc.com to read our blog or request a customized proposal. Come on, are you ready to grow with us? Thank you.